tell me how your morning was. Uh, my morning was pretty good. I went to Muddy Waters and had breakfast poutine. Oh, that's delicious. What makes it a breakfast <coughs> poutine? Egg. Mm. <laughs> Is poutine plus egg? Yep. Okay. And I, I believe it's breakfast sausage gravy instead of like right. like a beef gravy. Yeah, although in my case it was mushroom, mushroom. gravy. The mushroom gravy is um, delicious. But it was breakfast mushroom gravy. Yeah, yes, yeah. breakfast <laughs> mushroom. Made of breakfast poutine. mushrooms. Didn't you also have a vegetarian poutine somewhere recently and you were most disappointed well, with it? Yes, I had a very veg- disappointing vegetarian, vegetarian poutine, poutine at Whole Foods. And I did also have the vegetarian poutine rito from <laughs> Taco, Taco Cat. Cat. Which was also disappointing. I am Philip. First, we'll have a little chat, then put on our ring Now it's time for next Pads! And we're here today with the creator, one of the creators, and uh, cast of Colossal Park. Hello, everybody. Hello. All right. Can we go around the room and check in with everybody so we can recognize voices? This is Mookie Harrington. I am a co-producer and creator of Colossal Park. I'm Shay Roberts. I am one of the performers. Brianna Cecile in the cast. Phil Peterson, also in the cast. Alec Johnson. I am in the cast as well. Eric Ostrom. Me too. All right. And uh, let's see. Mookie, who is not here? Well, my co-producer, Mary Kane, is uh, uh, not able to join us today, along with uh, performers Wells and Lindsay St. Clair. So... Uh, all those total of seven performers and the two co-producers, nine of us for a 25-minute show. So you can just imagine. Uh-huh. Um, hey, last time you were on, it was like a two-and-a-half-hour show. So we'll see. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Inverse proportion. That's right. And as always, I'm joined today by... Creator and cast member of Next Step At, Philip Simondet. Mm-hmm. And of course, also here is host... Is uh, Matt McLeod, uh, new owner and uh, <laughs> new owner, yeah, and uh, and host of Next App At. What so was our, that paperwork you had me sign? Uh, yeah, the, the the board got together, uh, me, the and, board, and, uh, and we voted you off the board. I'm sorry, Philip. Yeah. Are you going to be making some changes to the show? In, yeah. Uh, uh, well, we we're going to add a new segment today called Philip's Corner. Oh, very interesting. Mm. Oh, okay, I'm into it now. It, actually, it, it's just a trial. I mean, we'll see how it goes, and and if it if it works out, maybe it'll become a regular segment. Well, welcome to McLeod's America, everybody. <laughs> hey, I had a dream about that once. All I right, need to stop dreaming. <laughs> <laughs> Let's start with uh, Chris or Mookie. You introduced yourself as Mookie, so I guess Mookie. When you and Mary conceived of this idea, like how did how did you come up with it, and what were you envisioning for the actual stage production? Sure. So, Colossal Park is the idea of a improvised theme park where an exciting change has happened and something terrible occurs as a result of that. And I was really obsessed with the idea of doing the opening part of the show, which is a blind PowerPoint presentation. Uh, where someone okay. gets up and they present a presentation that they've never seen before. Okay, nice. And I was coming up with lots of different things, and I was aware that there's other competitions and things that use these ideas, and I really didn't know how to turn that into an improv format. And my wife, over the summer, I was telling her about this idea, and she said, well, you remember in Jurassic Park, they do that whole cartoon about how DNA works. Which is a wonderful part of that movie, by yeah, the way. Yeah, and so that was really the linchpin to bring it all together. Is that I said, oh, let's do a theme park 
disaster thing and it worked out really well because this was right before Westworld kind of came out which is nice. another Michael Crichton thing about a theme park that goes wrong yeah and so it was very zeitgeisty for us and so uh it was really just taking that one idea and I didn't want to call it Jurassic Park, right. so Colossal yeah. Park. And then what I love about the name is that most people, when they hear the name, they instantly figure out what it's about, which is it's a veiled advertisement for the Colossal Cafe. <laughs> <laughs> Do they have so, poutine there? I hope so. Right. We're, we're, we're lobbying for some vegetarian is, poutine. So is it decent vegan poutine? I mean... Because, God, you can't get that anywhere. That's true. That's what I hear. But, yeah, so that was the idea. And then I, I presented it to Mary. She was really on board for it because I really wanted someone who could help me with a lot of the art and also giving me a new perspective on just the casting and the, the directing of it with some new faces. And that's why I'm excited. Most of the members of the cast here I've never actually worked with before. So it's been a really fun thing of finding new people and putting them in a new situation. Oh, I bet. So speaking of new people, hi, new people. Hi. Hello. All right. Because uh, you're all the new people, right, that he's talking about. So uh, how many of you have been a part of a auditioned cast before? Anybody? Uh, improv? Yeah. I have. So, But the, re the rest of you, not so much? Okay, cool. So uh, what was this process like? Uh, I mean, most improv groups are formed generally because you're, it's like, uh, hey, we're friends. Let's do something. Mm -hmm. uh, and in this case, it's, uh, hey, we were assembled by... Uh, two people who saw something in us to uh, put us together as a, as a group. How has that process been in terms of putting together chemistry and, you know, finding, a, you know, a group mind and an ability to play together on stage and in rehearsals? What's that process been like for you? Eric. Um, the, uh, when the cast list came out, uh, for me, it was exciting because it was a mixture of uh, people I consider friends who are all currently making rude gestures at me uh, and uh, uh, people that I uh, uh, did not know yet and people that I found intimidating and terrifying. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. Right. So, um, so uh, it's, it's, it was good to have that base of people I already knew uh, to be working with. Uh, yeah. This is my first show, right? Uh, first cast, right? Uh, of any kind. So uh, to have sort of that comfort level as I got to know people and got started to get comfortable with huh. them. Uh, yeah. How, how about the rest of you? I think for me personally, uh, the, the part of finding chemistry, I think that came quick. But we, what we, I think as a group, we found out really good is what are people good at and how do we fit together as a cast and i think there's a, a really good balance within the cast of people that bring energy people that bring intellectual side people that bring physical side mm -hmm. um so when you do have one player in the cast and you give a show like really pushing the physical stuff people like myself who's not as much of a physical player i'm like well i gotta dig in because mm -hmm. alec jumped out and he's a monster now um and i think that's been really fun to work with uh, i mean like you said like i have i'm familiar with pretty much everyone in the cast in some way or another seen them around town but actually wor working with someone is different than just seeing them perform sure. and knowing them as a person and uh shay and brie i saw both of you uh nodding when he talked about like finding the different strengths uh yeah. of each other uh so how is it like different you know seeing somebody and actually getting to know their strengths and weaknesses or, or, or strengths and 
areas of improvement. Uh, opportunities. Opportunities. Yeah. Thank opportunities. you, Shay. Uh, is is completely different. Getting to know like the the mechanics and the techniques of an individual is completely different than seeing them. So yeah, what's this process been like? I think it's been really fun. Particularly, I knew a few people like Eric, and then was like, "Ooh, we're gonna be on. I'm okay. We're gonna share stage. You're kind of an improv person. I real like." Uh, but then in terms of because you brought up Bree and I, I'll just speak to that. Mm -hmm. Bree and I know each other pretty darn well. Uh, no. You don't puppet together without getting to know each other too well. So That's it's right. Been you, you work together out at the Renaissance Festival. At the Renaissance Festival, Festival yeah. yes. Um, and there are some moments where it's like, get out of my brain. And other moments when it's like, yes, be in my brain. <laughs> um, and like Phil spoke to, we, we kind of like, we got there pretty quickly like as a group. I feel like I Suspiciously can, quickly. Suspiciously. Uh, it like, was. It was yeah. real, like, real well-catered But then, well, on producers. top of that, too, I think that uh, Phil was talking about our different strengths and how each of us brings something unique to it, but also, over the course of these rehearsals and shows, I've seen how all of us have grown at other people's strengths. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yep. Absolutely. And and we, in the, in the show, you could say we have maybe six or seven stock roles. Sure. And we make it a real point to rotate through them. So there's a different lead scientist every week. There's mm -hmm. a different tour guide each week. There's a different victim each week. There's a different Philip uh, Simondet. monster monster each week. Also Philip Simondet. Yeah, that's and, the same thing. And so that's <laughs> been that's been fun is is to be like we're not assigning roles where you are victim in peril for every single week. Right. Like everyone has to do everything. And so that was the hard part about casting, I think. Was, sure. We made everyone take the lead role, but it was also about okay. I don't. You're not going to be the lead for eight straight weeks. So can you be a monster? Can sure. you be a supporter? Can you just be a a helpless victim? And that was what was really fun about it. Um, yeah, and can you be an emotionally soulless monster like like say a Philip Simondet? It's a tough role, you guys. Well, each it week is. we have a different theme, so we could do next at Batland. Where oh, <laughs> yeah, that'd be great. Yeah, it's Shit. about the monitor monster that comes out and destroys yeah. things, uh -huh. <laughs> and and shuts off all sound or creates an immense amount of feedback. Yeah, yeah, that'd be great. Mookie, how did how did you and Mary what what did you and Mary do intentionally to kind of create an environment to be able to have seven potentially disparate cast members come together? I think intentionally we did not want a lot of the members of the cast to have worked together in other shows. And so that was that was big for us mm -hmm. is that I really wanted that the show would start with some people on stage that maybe had never been on the stage mm -hmm. or had never been on the stage in the context that they were. Okay. So that was really rewarding for us. And so that was really big. Um, and so just finding new faces. And I one of the reasons I reached out to Mary to kind of join me on this is I said, I am so disconnected from the new improvisers coming to the mm -hmm. community. Maybe you through Space Jam or other things have seen some of these people mm -hmm. and you can tell me about why why we should be bringing them on board. And so it was just kind of a gut reaction to being like, I want to see new people doing something new and right. it will be easier to get them because they're hungry. And I, I find the hungrier an improviser is, the more, you know, I many times I said, I don't know if we should rehearse, you know, where you guys are doing pretty good. And they say, let's do a rehearsal. Let's do it. Let's do it. And so that was unusual for me. Right. Yeah. Because like you and Litz for as a as a counterpoint, you guys don't really rehearse much, do you? Not usually. No, okay. we've been working together for more than 15 years. Right. So it's like. You, we still do, and we want to get better, but it's hard to force us into that mode. And so right. it's fun with seven people because then you also have enough structure at any time because at least five of them are going to make it, just like tonight. Uh, Alec, question for you. Um, 
they they talked about uh or phil specifically talked about how each person brings a different style and i i know from seeing you as well as being in workshops with you that you're particularly a very very physical improviser how has this form or this style we should actually talk about exactly what the form is in a bit but uh how has this show um played to your strengths and how has it kind of pushed you in other ways i mean one of my favorite things to do before this group even was to play mist and i get to play mist a lot in this group with the sound effect yeah which is very fun um, I thought you meant the computer game Me Mist. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> There's a point and click thing. It's all great. Uh, no, but it just has pushed me in new directions. I don't know if I'm able to identify them right now. Well, you're a good listener, and each week we've we've developed the Alec character, which you guys might oh, yeah. remember is the the McDonald's employee or... It's the something that was brought up in a completely passive way getting brought back by him. And it's so satisfying. So it'd be like, I got here in my Uber and then Alec will show up 20 minutes later as the Uber driver and just be like, yeah, you left this in the car. Nice. The, the McDonald's character that he referenced was our very first... Was that our first set? Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. And I had said in the opening scene something about having an interview with a former McDonald's worker later that day. And he showed up near the end of the set as the kid for the interview. Ryan or something. But so the audience he... recognized it, and they, I remember they applauded. Yeah. And so that that's what's so nice is that it, when you get a payoff, I love it. When so you, you do a really good job me. of holding on to that information or just recalling it at the right moment? Yeah. Actually, this was something I was thinking about uh, kind of recently that is really pertinent to this group is uh, the difference between just, like, kind of dicking around on stage doing shit and then the difference between uh, making uh, actual, like, cohesive show. Which one are we? We're, we're, the, we're the cohesive show. Because um, one of the things that I was doing in the last Colossal Park show we did is I was too concerned with the, the potential narrative that my character could have had that I was completely disconnected from the show altogether. Okay. Um, and in all the other shows that I thought were very successful... Um, there, there was not as much emphasis on like, oh, we're just people on stage telling a story, but rather like this is a story and we're all like puzzle pieces in the story and find your piece and then compliment mm-hmm. all that stuff instead of just being like selfish and saying like, ah, I'm funny. Um, so I think everyone here does a really awesome job of being able to find uh, what the image we're trying to create is and then making ourselves into the puzzle pieces necessary to make that picture. Mm-hmm. Uh, quick sidebar, Philip. Ooh, sidebar. Yeah, sidebar. After that very thoughtful answer, it makes me think that we are not puzzle pieces. We just stick around. Is that a bad thing? Because um, we don't have a narrative. We're like a montage of questions. I guess. And you do all the work, and I'm just on the back line the whole time. <laughs> That's true, dicking around. <laughs> All right, sidebar over. Sidebar over. Okay. Oh, sorry, guys. Um, we were just checking on our food. Oh, that's all right. Uh, a mist rolled in while you were really checking wow. on that. That's. But sorry. I'm sure we're all safe up here. Absolutely. Oh. Everyone knows mist doesn't climb stairs. Right. Well, not that game. Uh, <laughs> that's a first floor game. <laughs> yeah, it's a first floor game only. So, what is 
the forum. If some if if somebody who hasn't seen the show was going to come to the show, what would they expect? Well, let's break down each of the beats, and I can have a different member of the cast kind of explain it because they they oh. know the beats pretty well. And uh, we had a diagram we put up on a board, and it sat there for weeks and weeks. It's down now. <laughs> it's down. I think I finally took it down. But uh, maybe I'll have Eric start off by explaining what is the first beat like. Beat one, Eric. Uh, well, the first beat would be the presentation that uh, Mookie was talking about. We get from the audience, we get a suggestion of uh, the theme of our theme park mm -hmm. and a four letter word, which is an acronym. Fuck. It's one we haven't had yet. Um, uh, and then one of us uh, presents the PowerPoint that Mookie has prepared and not mm -hmm. shown to any of us. Um, and uh, during that scene, uh, we get introduced to very various members of the park staff who are uh, here with us in the audience, mm -hmm. um, and uh, sort of who we are and what we think of each other. And also, uh, the presenter is introducing a change that is being made in the park, a new mm -hmm. technological innovation, let's say. Um, which might, we'll see, we'll see what happens, Go wrong. might uh, contain the seeds of the park's destruction. Gotcha. So is it sort of small towny at the beginning, kind of yeah. introducing the So it's characters? that one, and then the next beats are, are in the headquarters and then back in the park and okay. all the way to beat the Beat two, Shay. Oh, uh, beat two is when the tour guide takes... Uh, our first victim on a tour and introduces this brand new exciting initiative potentially uh and then they die not the tour guide the victim oh, as denoted by the really word victim. anyone could die. it really could be anyone yeah. uh it's when we f uh first meet the monster also yeah i was gonna it's not always dinosaurs is it no. Or is it? No. no, that's what's so fascinating is that um, one of the biggest differences between this and, say, like, creature feature mm -hmm. is most of our monsters have tended to be very environmental. Hmm. So we've had Wheatland and... Monopoland. Uh, Monopoland. Monopoly. Uh, one time it was just 1998 MTV Spring Breakland. <laughs> <laughs> I so wish we had that in front of the show. Everyone laughs when we give them what that premise. What was the monster in that one? It was um, just a whole series, like the hot tub cot yeah. boiled somebody alive. Someone oh, yeah, fell out yeah. of the sex because hot air balloon. there was too much lube. <laughs> the first was the real enemy in Spring Break. Yeah, that's yeah. right. Yeah, yeah, truck like, world. So we, Rock. We, so we do a lot of environmental monsters as uh -huh. well as, sometimes it is a, it was I, a I Wild West zombie land. thought it was going to be D yeah. Daisy Fuentes. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> But yeah, so there's that those things. But yeah, there's we meet the monster for the first time. Okay, beat three, Phil. Beat three, we uh, find ourselves at the headquarters, the home, the home base, the conference room, whatever, at any given place where we see uh, members of the staff assembled, where they're they're just going through a normal day for the for the most part of that beat, and then they either discover through however many ways a warning signal, someone running in that. Something has gone wrong in the park, um, and during that time, we're obviously exploring what else beyond we found in that presentation and um, first beat with the tour guide to set up the rest of the show. Mm -hmm. And the rest of the show is kind of beats four through N. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we, th that's where it gets a little uh, uh Well, sloshy. and then the running and the screaming, yeah. I think, is the... And dying. Beats four through N, Alec and Bree, at the same time. Uh, it. All right. Uh, so we, we try and like cut out to the park and see 
what's happening on the ground, maybe have like a solo scene interacting with the environment, which is super fun. Yeah. And uh, get chances to just see the monsters in different ways. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And then the monsters usually kill off a couple of those uh, instrumental characters that were introduced in the lecture in the beginning. Mm -hmm. And we Um, might see something where one of the monsters is defeated by some means and then how can we try and heighten that and make it worse wait shit okay <laughs> i'm so sorry uh you keep you've asked me now two times to do something at the same time as someone else do you want me to speak at the same time as them or like i'm just t- like trying to like bounce off like a tennis oh, man no, this is great you, okay you, i mean you however you choose to do it is correct and, thank and you there I is disagree. a beat n plus one of the final beat in the show. N plus one. Yeah. Everyone together. Oh, <laughs> one word at a time? <laughs> well, the you guys know what I call it. Spotlight. The spotlight comes on the stage and we have... Survivor monologue. <gasps> mist. Oh, the mist is back. It's climbed the stairs, you guys. The mist is Damn it. has reached the second it's floor where we're clicked its way up the oh. stairs. <laughs> Do you have a lighter? That'll... Everyone knows mist yeah, is... Yeah, if we just set it on fire... Wait, it could be, be flammable... <laughs> Getting in my toes. (laughs) So then we we end the show with just a a spotlight and a person telling us from their point of view what happened. And oftentimes it's a very ancillary character Mm -hmm. that is giving that survivor's monologue, not one of the the main stars. Mm -hmm. And so I I related it the other day to being like being an ensign when the Borg attacked. Sure. You're not finding out someone important's point of view on this. It's someone else's. So it's really fun. And so we get a chance to do a monologue and, and... we don't get and do enough of those in improv, I think. I agree with that. And it's really fun with those because sometimes we'll do it from the perspective of a character that's died or even from the monsters after mm-hmm. they've taken over. Oh, wow. Yeah, and that's one of the key things is that we don't always win in Colossal Park. Oftentimes the monsters were, in fact, more powerful, which is a cautionary tale. Did that happen in Spring Breakland? Uh, <laughs> oh Who was the monologue in Spring Breakland? I don't even remember. Well, wasn't it the the boss who was like plotting everything? Yes, yeah, he was in a that secret was an relationship. Eric yeah. Wow. With Daisy Fuentes? Yeah, pretty much. With yeah. the the toddler, the the Gross. care worker. The, the oh yeah, there was a daycare. There was a daycare. Had everything covered at. It was it was more of a family theme park than people realize. Yeah. Really trying to like grow those revenues. So uh, currently, you you are in the middle of a run at a huge theater on huge Wednesdays. Yes, that's correct. All right. The, this is a question for everybody. Um, I'm guessing Mookie, you and Mary have an idea for what you want to see, and and maybe you've already kind of reached that point, and you're just hoping to put on good shows through the end of the run. Is there anything that you would like to see added, or anything that you would like to see done by the end of the run? Absolutely. We talk a lot about push the red button. And so for us, it's all about coming up with scenarios that are impossible and terrible solutions to problems. Okay. And so I want to see more terrible solutions to problems. So it's a lot of that monitor is making a lot of noise. Let's put some water on it and see if we can wash it out. (laughs) So you can, you know, find new and interesting ways to make problems compounded. Yeah. And and Mm -hmm. just that quick jumping on someone saying, there's no way that blank could happen to which someone immediately enters and says, oh, my God, the blank is on fire. Yeah, uh, exactly. So just more of that, uh-huh. just more of that. And also we, right now we're cramming a, a movie into 25 minutes. Yeah. Sure. And it, it really deserves to be an hour and a half mm-hmm. of something or at least 45 minutes of something. So I'm looking forward to when we can expand it out just a little bit more. 
is there an, a, a reasonable way to make it a not crammed show? Or do you think that it is simply a matter of you need at least 45? What, what did the cast think? What yeah. do you guys think that we're leaving out? I think right now the the sad part is that we start so many seeds of relationships that yeah. would be hilarious yeah. to explore, and yeah. we don't get a chance to in this show because we have to rush to the monster, rush to the yeah. disaster actually happening. Yeah, I some, I, some of our shows feel to me like uh, uh, 15 minutes of great setup and then 10 minutes of just running around in a panic. Mm-hmm. Um, and and like part of that, not just the characters running around in a right. panic, but like us kind the of actors. trying to get through everything yeah. to the end. Trying to wrap all the um, threads. And I would love to have more room to explore all of the stuff that we set up right. in the beginning. Similarly, all of our explorations have to be through the characters that we've already established. And so we can't actually introduce any of the patrons of the park. Mm-hmm. Uh, right. I think we've had like maybe three in the entire history <laughs> of our uh, rehearsal process yeah. um, of just like those kind of neutral, ambiguous people who we can just see have the monsters like kill, you know, mm-hmm. um, rather than being influential characters. Yeah. And we, we've just got, we start the show with the rest of the cast literally sitting in the audience mm-hmm. asking questions, which is funny because sometimes the audience does not realize that they're cast members. Mm-hmm. And so our dream has always been the week where audience members just begin asking questions to the presenter. That would be so cool. Out of the blue. So we're, we're always waiting kind of for that organic moment. All right. So th- this is a new segment and it doesn't have a name. Okay. So you guys can help name it. So I'm going to ask you some quick hit questions, and I would like for you to try to answer them as quickly as you possibly can. So first thing is, if you could add any person to the show, living or dead, who would be the one person you would want to add? And each of you could answer individually if you wanted to. Jeff Goldblum. (laughs) Yep. Jeff Goldblum. Abraham Lincoln. Abraham Lincoln. Uh, one of the Scooby-Doo villains. Nice. Maybe the guy yeah. with the electronic uh, spacesuit. Okay. Being in the theme of disaster borderline action movie, I have to say Dwayne The Rock Johnson. Yes, That'd be I'm so fucking cool. He'd be so like... Tweet at him. Neil Patrick Harris. Mm-hmm. Okay. Ooh. Mm-hmm. I said Kurt Vonnegut just because he understands how like stories yeah. are supposed to go wrong. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's yeah. pretty yeah. great. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, second, so currently you, you, you're doing a narrative, you're doing a, a, like a long form narrative, very structured and kind of a small town. If you could put any other improv form into the show and have it layered in, what else would it be? Or what else would you want to do? If we had a 45 minute show, I would love to see like a run, like a deconstruction style run hmm. of death scenes yes. in the park. Yeah. yeah. Uh, puppetry. Pu- oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That'd be so cool. I mean, if we're going to puppetry, like Circus Juventus level yeah. stuff. Oh. Of, like, like, I'll bring stilts. Sure. Can, can we? Can we yeah. stilt? Can we stilt walk one? Yeah. Can, can we? Okay. I, I I will talk with my co-producer. You might <laughs> I I will allow it, but that means only one stilt. She has to approve the other. All right. <laughs> Wait, what if both of us want to do stilts though? They share. God. We do, do you this. mean like? Do you believe in love after love? That is the share. That yeah. is right. Okay. I'm glad you understand which share. <laughs> Anybody else? Any thoughts? I think we 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 touched on it briefly, like seeing more of the uh, our um our patrons and almost using like 
um, a Herald style group yeah. game as a palate cleanser. Like, all right, we've seen our main characters. Mm-hmm. We're going to go to like a completely oh, different fun. part mm-hmm. of the park mm-hmm. or even the parking lot or something else. Meanwhile. We're just, yeah, exactly. Yeah. We're using meanwhiles. We're using um, just completely resting all the action we've just seen. And like, oh, here's just like a family buying popcorn at the park mm-hmm. where this part of the park's fine, but it's not part of our main narrative. Uh, and then finally, have you ever considered, uh, you brought up creature feature earlier. What would you do uh, if you could do like sequels to your movies, so to speak? How would your sequels be different than your originals? I think they would double down on those beautiful nuggets. Uh, like with our first show of this run, uh, it was there. The, there was like a little catchphrase um, uh, that I am failing to remember. All of a in sudden, the fairyland one. in the fairyland, uh, like being oh. ecstatic, uh, but it was stoked. 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 Yeah. So it'd be like so fairyland. stoked. Stoked round two or whatever it mm-hmm. would have a better name stoked than again. that. Twice, stoked as, twice again. as stoked. <laughs> twice twice as stoked. stoked. Uh, and we'd get to revisit that. Uh, I think as kind of like the opening bit. I don't know. We I we like... oftentimes bring up a disaster that's happened in the past. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah. when we did Sneakerland, it was all about '92 and the Ithaca incident and the Air Jordans that went wrong. And so we would almost do it probably the other way around where we'd show the latter one and then we would actually go back and see what was it like in 92 and and see that That's exactly what I was thinking. I I love the the history that we create when we do the, I was there when it happened the first time and actually getting to see it would be great. Mm. Then there's also the like evolution of the character from the first to second movie where like Mm -hmm. now they're just a badass because they went through so much shit and they, you know, did all this Oh, like uh, so much grittier. Christy from... uh, the original Nightmare on Elm Street, and then yeah. by the time she gets to Nightmare on Elm Street 2, she's like a Freddy killer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Or Nancy, before. Nancy. Or like Sam Neill sure. is so good at dealing with dinosaur problems yeah. by the time you get to uh, <laughs> yeah. uh, the third dress Park. Right. I, I am curious, and I don't think we've ever even talked about this. What is everyone's thoughts about the movie Jurassic Park? I love it. It's okay. <laughs> it's, it's great. I don't know. It's fun. <laughs> It's like one of those great perfect cable movies, like that and Armageddon. Like it's on. It's like That's I'm true. watching at least half this. Four I, brothers. I mm-hmm. still want uh, one of those little spitting lizards as a pet. Interesting. The the ones with the frills on their neck. No, I know mm-hmm. what you're okay. talking about. Yeah, no, I'm not. Like I think this is a good example where you'd think, oh, this person must be really fanatical about blank. And I always find it's really hard to do a show about something you're fanatical about, right? Because you, it's too close to the heart, and it's, it's too, too hard precious. to edit. Yeah. So it's like I don't want to do a show about wrestling. Everyone would assume I would, but I really don't. But yeah. Jurassic Park, I'm I feel good enough about it that it's cool and neat. But at the same time, it's like ah, I don't feel a great affinity for this. That I'm I'm besmirching its name with what we do one way or the other. So I, I don't feel like we're besmirching. Good, Alec. I thought it was I okay honestly I laughed the entire time. I thought it was <laughs> really good funny. comedy. I thought it was really funny. <laughs> Alec, I have to be 100% honest. When did you, talking, you watch yeah, it? Yeah, I was about to ask exactly. When that. did you watch it? Uh uh I was must have been 17. Or so something. wait, what year did it come out and what year did you watch it? It came out in like 86, right? 90 94? 92? 94. I don't know years. The 90. It was 90. Century. It was 90. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the 1900s. Uh I guess yeah, I must have watched it in like 2013. So, yeah, it did not have the same effect on me. So how about, what about Jurassic World? Have you seen Jurassic World? How did that one go? Uh, I laughed through that one. Okay. What year in the Chinese Zodiac was it when you watched it? Um, The pig. Okay. Um, Going back to something Mookie said, uh, uh, 
this was my this was the first time I auditioned for a show. Uh, you were saying uh, it's hard to do a show you're like on a theme you're really fanatical about. This is the first time I auditioned for a show, and part of the reason I auditioned for it was because uh, I don't really care about Jurassic Park, and I wanted to audition for something I wouldn't feel bad about if I didn't get. Um, and now I feel really good about yeah. having gotten it. But That's good. I was, I was just curious. Well, speaking of somebody nobody would feel bad not getting. Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> Now's the time of the show where I throw the microphone over to Philip Simondet for a brand new segment that we call... Philip's Corner! It's Philip's Corner! Why is it called that? Well, Because uh, didn't you notice that you were just transitioned into this luxurious, felt-curtained, meat-smelling corner? Which is yeah, now, that makes sense, it's but now filled with mist. Mm-hmm. Filled, P-H-I-L-E-D. But who's Philip? This one right here. Oh. Hi, I'm Philip. Oh, oh, I'm sorry. You may have forgotten. Yeah, I haven't uh, talking very much. Talking. That's why I don't talk on this podcast, because I think talking is a word. <laughs> what I'm going to do is I'm going to go around. It's like the taco version yeah. of a turducken. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go around it's and ask you taco. each a question uh, that, I'll, that I'll make up by looking into your eyes. Uh, we'll, we will try to, there's a lot of us still, so we'll try to do these. Fairly quick. We'll start over here with Eric. That's uh, quickly. Quickly. Quicken. Welcome to Matt McLeod's America, everybody. <laughs> Eric. Philip. What's a word you think should exist? Extraordinary. Like not extraordinary? It's the opposite of extraordinary. <laughs> so, <laughs> which would be ordinary. <laughs> So I no longer think that <laughs> <laughs> changed my mind. Fantastic. That's great. Good to see you, Phil. Yeah. Alec, do you change your mind a lot? Yes. What's an I, example? Uh, uh, an example of me changing my mind? Yeah. I mean, uh, like this morning I was going to have some uh, cereal and then I said, no, I'm going to have some eggs. Because my gut said you should have eggs, but my mind said cereal. But I'm trusting my gut. Like your digestive issues Both. said egg. Like my gut and my like instincts, my just like primal instincts. Mm. I'm, cool. This is not a bit. This is no. I'm I'm, I'm on board. <laughs> Phil, Philip, are your instincts good? If you were like, if you found yourself in the woods, would you survive? I think so. Um, they're pretty good. I have a pretty good sense of direction when I get lost. Mm. And um, I have a pretty good, I think, intuition when just figuring out situations. You can just kind of plot me in the middle of like a city and I'll just kind of figure my way around, kind of figure out the local culture pretty quick. Though the woods, that's why it's think instead of know. Oh. Not as, not as outdoorsy. I'm an urban survivalist. <laughs> All right. Yeah. I can navigate the... Starbucks. <laughs> yeah. You can find a Starbucks on any continent. Oh. Just follow the North Star box. Yeah. Oh, uh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Bree. The mist is, is uh, it's, it's reached your neck. Soon it's going to be covering your mouth and your, and your nose. You'll be breathing the mist. Yeah. 
What will happen to you? Oh, uh, I'm going to absorb the mist, and it's going to give me superpowers that let me actually send out my own mist into people's minds and help change their minds about uh, politics specifically. Oh. In their dreams. You're going to fart progress. Yep, into their dreams only. (laughs) Shay. (laughs) Philip. What's more powerful, your dreams... Or your, what's another Good thing? question. Eric? No, that was good. That was it. <laughs> Eric, uh, what's a different thing that could answer? Nightmares? Um, stuffed animals. Your dreams or your stuffed animals? Um, I would say, given that none of my original stuffed animals exist anywhere outside of my parents' basement in a box, my dreams have probably proved more more powerful can't box your dreams can't box these dreams wow unless they're boxing dreams at which point you could box wow. them mm. fisticuffs what mookie pugilism <coughs> sorry what <laughs> pugilism pugilism <laughs> pugilism that's the word his name's philip oh philip philip <laughs> philip philip <laughs> uh what's your favorite word to say <laughs> What's your favorite color to look at? Turquoise. What's your favorite noise to hear? Uh, gumdrop. A gumdrop? A gumdrop. What, how's that a noise? Like a dropping a gum? You know, like egg drop soup, gumdrop soup. That idea. I don't get this idea. How's this a sound? Just use vibrations through air if you're not in a vacuum that makes sense all right last question alec respond at the same time as everyone else (laughs) (laughs) this is a brand new segment and hopefully it'll come back but uh for philip's corner what could possibly go wrong everyone could see your face and that has been philip's corner thank you so much uh, you guys ready to do some improv? Yes. Sure. I really have to go to the bathroom. Next up, Hello, everybody. Welcome to the presentation. My name is Walter Winsome. I'm. Uh, I'm. Uh, you've probably seen me around uh, near the labs. Uh, I don't. I don't recognize faces. So if anyone, uh, I'm just wondering who's who all is here, and I will remember you by position. Uh, who's here today? Hi, I, I'm Charlie in the burn unit. Charlie. Good to, good to good to see you, Charlie. Dr. Brock Strong Abs. Dr. Strong Abs. Dragon Wrangler. Dragon Wrangler. Oh, very exciting. Oh, thanks. Uh, anyone else? Oliver Pierce. Oliver Pierce. Social media and customer engagement. Great, great, great. Chris Cartwell. I run the carts in the concession area, the concession center. That's so funny. Your name is Cartwell and you're on the carts. That's, uh, and that's wonderful. Yeah, sure. <laughs> Feels great to know you've been predestined. Wonderful, wonderful. Anyone else before I get started? Yeah, I'm uh, Tom Dies first. I, uh, <laughs> I'm head of security at the park. Great. It's a very important job, just keeping us all safe from any threats that might arise. That's right. Um, I'm uh, always uh, looking out for trouble, and I'm here to prevent it. Wow, Tom, I always thought it was Dies fear, not Dies first. It uh, could be. 
there's uh, oh. some uh, part of my family that still lives in Kentucky. They go diaspheres. Diaspheres. But, uh, but um. nope, uh, here, here up in the, uh, the north. So I'm here to talk to you all today about MEAT, our uh, innovative new program. Our, our program is uh, more more extroverted animal trainers. Uh, uh, you're... Um, our trainers do a wonderful job uh, uh, training the dragons, as as you all know. But uh, some of them are a little a uh, little bit introverted. This we program is bullshit, Doctor Strong Abs. Sorry. Uh, no, hear hear me out. I think you'll I think you'll like what you hear. We're 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 concerned that some of our some of our trainers are a little uh, introverted, and it it, it keeps uh, keeps them from really interfacing properly with the customers. My customers are my dragons. Okay, but the park's no, customers. It's just like Oliver, if I can interject, like your customers are your customers. The dragons are the attractions. Doctor Strange abs. Uh, Strong abs. Charlie here. Just a little question for you guys. If the dragons are better trained, doesn't that mean that my unit's not gonna be needed much longer? I burn the popcorn sometimes. Oh, good, good. Okay. Maybe do some cross training. Anyway, we're going to be working on the extroversion, introversion problem. By, we're, we're going to try to get our trainers to be a little more outgoing by uh, injecting them with a serum that our, our scientists in the lab have created from uh, uh, dragon, dragon blood. As you know, dragons are very uh, outgoing, uh, gregarious. Uh, this can't be legal. Really party types. Um, you'll sign a waiver and then it'll be legal. Um, Slide appears other... on the screen. It has a stained glass window that looks like a Dairy Queen. Uh how many of you have ever gone out to a Dairy Queen with your friends and uh, ha- had a really great time? I have. Yes. Yeah. 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 I think we all have. Sure. I've only uh, gone with my mother. I've never gone to one. Well, that's that's sort of what the kind of thing that's we're going to be working on. I think you'll find that after you've been injected with dragon's blood, you you uh, want to go to Dairy Queen and and have a great time with your friends all the time. Almost all the time. I've always wanted to. Well, now's your chance. This is very exciting. Next slide, please. It is a graph showing water slides versus pineapple sales. Water sli- um, uh, as you know, uh, uh, pineapple sales are down uh, in the park. I don't know. You made the pop. The, uh, you move the pina coladas don't move in the winter. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, and we found that uh, there's an inverse correlation between water slides and, pi- and pineapple sales. Uh, and we think, again, that a more outgoing uh, training staff will help with our sales of pineapple and all sorts of tropical fruits. Just one more question, I, uh, Charlie, again, in case you missed it. I've noticed sometimes that the, the dragons, when they get cut or injured, their blood kind of smokes on the ground. We- we aren't worried about what that's going to do when we inject it into our trainers, are we? I am. Um... Oh no, not at all. Uh, uh, we the the um, the the dragon's blood uh, is perfectly harmless and inert as long as it doesn't come in contact with air. Uh, so we'll inject it straight into the bloodstream. Inject yourself first. It'll be perfectly safe. So it only safe. combusts when when touching air. Got it. Thank you. Yep. 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 Any other questions? I have a question. It's Oliver. Um, now that we're going to be promoting the trainers more, I'm going to have to take a lot more pictures of them. That's wonderful. I think you'll find that the trainers will be very amenable to your social media Don't steal my soul with your magic box. Very amenable. That's good. The last slide is a quote from Franz Kafka saying, God gives the nuts, but he does not crack them. 
in conclusion, we're nuts about this new program. And we hope that all of you will be too. I feel like a cockroach. Hashtag nutty. Thanks for coming, everybody. So, uh, welcome to the park, new trainees. Um, we, we, we're training you to, uh, to, you know, train dragons. Uh, and part of our new initiative is we're gonna pump you full of dragon blood. Oh, wow, sign me up! Uh, wow! Do do you want to be the first volunteer? I would love to be pumped full of dragon blood, yep. Oh, absolutely. Here, I just carry around the syringes with me. Let me get them out. Uh, do I need to notify anybody of my pre-existing, uh, uh, I have a pre-existing, oh, that's exciting, a pre-existing condition where my blood has an extra, uh, oxygen molecule in it. Not, no, that's, no, that's boring. Okay, great. I just thought, you know, sometimes you get worried about air. Right. Here, I'm just gonna stab this in your neck. All right. Do you feel like a better dragon trainer? Are you? Um, uh, are you? Oh my God! Whoosh! 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 Shit! You shriveled up like a raisin. Um. Cheeros, get your cheeros. What the? What the hell's uh, wrong with her? Uh, uh, oh my god, we gotta tell someone. Let's go. So I just don't think that we should put any more burn pictures on our social media. It's just not good PR. It's about being authentic. People just see through garbage now. Like, they know if we're feeding them just propaganda from the park. We have to show them the real lives of the real people who train the dragons. That's what meat was all about. Well, yes, but, like, Scar's fine. You shouldn't be sitting there snapping the images the second that the burns happen. People shouldn't be afraid of their scars. People aren't ashamed of that anymore. What do you mean? People just want to put all their good and bad on the internet. So should our park. Huh? Uh, we were having an issue in the park. Did you get a picture of it? No, 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 no. But, uh, the, uh, you tell him. Uh, 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 remember that Dragon's Blood program we were starting? Yeah. Um, uh, not working. Not working. And we told everybody that they have to inject all the Dragon's Blood into their veins by the end of today. Wait, what do you mean it's not working? Like they're not becoming more extroverted? No, they're becoming raisins. Like California raisins? Yes! They're, Are the raisins? They're shrinking up into tiny little raisins. It's it's they're, 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 The blood is boiling and they're condensing. Are they combusting? Oh You're using a lot of verbs, but it's bad. That's all it is. It's just bad. Oh, goodness. I, I think we've got to get down to the medical ward, see if we can get some supplies. I guess so. Someone call down there, make sure that they're alerted. I'm on it. Ring, ring. This is Dr. Brock Strongabs. Yeah, this this is Charlie up at HQ. How are you doing? Terribly. I'm what? about to be injected with dragon's blood. Oh, yeah, that's part of why 
why I'm calling. I'm really hoping you don't do that. I'm really hoping I don't do it, too. I mean, I think I think you've always been perfect the way you are, and no one should have to change you. You can be introverted if you want to. Thank you. But more importantly, I think there's a side effect of turning into a raisin. A California raisin? Yeah! Yeah, I don't think you want that, do you? No! So... I, I need you to get all the bandages that you can find and bring them up to HQ. I can do that. And don't, whatever you do, don't let those vials out of your sight. If they could be exposed to air, okay. we could have an even worse mess on our hands. All right. I'll do it. I'll be a doctor. You're a hero. Click. All right. Let me, let me look through this cabinet. There's some bandages. Let me grab those. Grab a grab a. Hey, look behind this bandage. There's a syringe. I'll try to avoid that. Oh, what was I thinking? I put my hand right on it. And my strong abs are just depressing the plunger. Oh, oh this is so painful. I never wanted to be a California racer. Officer dies first. Yeah, what's up? It's uh, time. We have to initiate customer containment. Say, say, sorry, sorry, what? Customer containment. We have oh, to keep them away from the dragon's the, blood. Sorry, I didn't read all of the... Uh, let me find that notebook. Uh, I didn't... I've just been playing Minesweeper all day. What? Dies first. Uh, customer containment. You want to sh- close down the park and lock all the doors, locking everyone both out and in? We have to contain it. She's... Why? People are turning into California raisins. People are... Why is this the first I'm hearing of this? I'm head of security. Why isn't that the first place that they went when shit went down? I'm head of security. Why is this the first I'm hearing about this fucking problem? We thought it was a medical issue and we called medical. Strong blood couldn't... Strong abs couldn't fix it. Jesus Christ. I'm taking this page with me. Lockdown. Push this red button. Lockdown initiated. Lockdown stopped. Yeah, that uh, that that buzzing would have just been really annoying the rest of the the rest of the day. I don't want to put up with that. So let's just like tell people. I'm I'm gonna have security guards go to each door and just tell people to not come in or out. But like not panicky. Yeah, just like be like, the opposite hey of, like, everybody, really hey guys, I'm I'm handing out these flyers. Uh, just want to let you know we're asking people not to leave. Uh, oh, sorry, Jeff, I was, I was, I was trying to catch up, but do you want me to do the thing? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Bing, bing, yeah, just uh, trying to get your attention. Uh, just a guy bing, hired to follow me around. Oh, oh, what is bing, this? I don't want this bing, bar says to remain calm, bing, but what I is have that to noise? Bing, I need hot bing, dogs tonight. Bing, Chris, Chris, I said do not bring the siren guy, okay? Okay. I said keep everyone calm. Listen. Everyone, stay calm. Oh, everybody, sorry. gather around and calmly. I'm okay. very soothe. Hey, Why did you use your gun? You'll get their attention. Calm down. Ah! Calm down! Everyone relax! I have something that might calm us down. So, behind one of the exhibits, I found this uh, this suitcase full of syringes. Do you guys just want to, like, shoot up? <laughs> morphine? It's probably morphine. It's probably yeah, it's morphine. morphine. It'll calm us down. Good, you hand syringes out to everyone. Everyone! Take your drugs and chill out! Just relax 
Everything is fine. Just hang out for a while. Just relax, everybody. This Why sounds are very these safe. syringes smoking? I think one of the bullets ricocheted into my femoral artery. Just stick a syringe in it. It'll stop the bleeding. Good idea. Oh, no! It's making it worse! Wait, did you say better or worse? I think it's making it better, guys. Let's just all do it. Okay. Okay, why not? So who do I complain to about the burnt popcorn? Look, look, there's snacks! Mommy, there's snacks! They have raisins everywhere! No, honey, those raisins don't look appropriate for you. Oh, man, they just... I haven't had raisins since Stacy's birthday uh, party, and they were the best. come on, let her I'm live a little. I'm gonna just eat this, I'm just gonna eat this one. They're smoking, I'm just gonna eat this they're one. Smoking. You're smoking mm. now, honey. Mm. Mm. What's going on oh, with your oh, skin? Oh, 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 oh. Wings? Wings? Oh! Oh! oh you've mom, turned into mom, a dragon! Mom! I'm gonna, mom! Look at Mom! 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 Wow! You! Child with wings! Please do not exit the park! Right. I'm asking you politely, just hang out here for a while! No, don't fly away from me when I'm talking to you! Honey, come down! Honey, you you just smother her. Just let her fly. I'm smothering her. She is flying into the sky right now. That is not smothering asking her to come down. Umbrella parent. Umbrella parent. Oh, trying oh, to so keep I her under your umbrella. Let her run around all willy-nilly you know, getting into this trouble is smoking. The problem with parents She's these smoking days. now. Well, let her learn her own mistakes. Hey, God giving my mom advice. I've been flying all over the all over the park and it looks like these raisins are all over and I think that this raisin this raisin made me have wings and I think that um maybe you should try it but just pick one up and they're everywhere so let's just open the park gates cuz nothing could go wrong if we had a bunch of people flying around it'd be great I don't know sweetie those look like california raisins against California raisins. Well, did you see those commercials back in the mid-80s? No musical talent They were all. really terrible. I Tonight on the Channel 11 News, day. our top story, looks like Dragonland's having a couple gate issues right now. The gate has been locked in a permanently open position, and as far as we can tell, the admission gates are completely free. Only notice we've had from the park is a series of tweets from their social media manager, who will read them now. Hashtag... Meat is going well. Please come to the park. Leave a couple bucks at the gate. Instagram post. July 15th. Picture of a happy family. Hashtag summer fun. Park spokesman could not be reached for comment. However, security guard Dies First was able to reach us through a terrible radio connection. Uh, yeah, just like... You know, maybe don't come, uh, but but everything's fine here. Just <laughs> fucking siren again. Lockdown <laughs> happening in two minutes. No, I hate the siren more. Okay, just turn the siren off. Our investigation has revealed that it's possibly related to the work of one of the local doctors. He was not able to be reached for comment, but a dating video that he produced earlier this year was found on YouTube. Uh, I'm not good at this, but 
I think that you're hot. Do you want to go out with me? A black bar appears over his midsection. I have real strong abs. Again, the park was unable to reach us for comment. However, local tour park guide was able to give us an in-depth interview earlier this year talking about his excitement at getting the job. Ah! It burns! They're breathing fire on me! Stay tuned with us while we play this nostalgic block of 1980s advertising. I guess you wonder how I knew about the plans to make me blue. With some other guys you knew before. Between the two of us guys, you know I love you more. It took me by surprise, I must say. When I found out yesterday, by ooh, California I raisins. The grapevine. How much love? They're at a grocery store near mine? you. Maybe a convenience store. Seven Eleven. Dairy Queen. And I'm just about to lose Good on ice cream. Honey, honey, Kids love them. Yeah. Kids enjoy them. Put them in a box with the crackers. And that's a wrap, raisins. Next up, and that's our show. Thank you to the cast and crew uh, and creator and producer and fucking Mookie of uh, Colossal Park. Thank you to... Mookie? Yeah. And... Eric. And... Alec. And... Brianna Cecile. And... Shay Roberts. And... Phil Peterson. And... Philip. You don't have to thank me. I know, but I wanted to. I was feeling generous. Uh, and you can see uh, Colossal Park at... Huge Theater. On Wednesday nights. That's right. Uh, for a huge Wednesdays, it's a $7 cover charge. You get to see a minimum of four groups, and it's consistently great. Uh, it's the best value in town to uh, for, for entertainment. So go to Huge. That's 3037 Lindale Avenue South, and check that out. Go to HugeTheater.com for information about the show and more. Also on Wednesdays in February is a show that Shay is producing called Love Letters. Oh, Nice. It's, a, it's an Armando based on love letters that we've given or received. Some of them will be songs, some of them are poetry things, and it should be a good time. So doubles your reasons to come out on Wednesday. That's right. Only Dub- in Matt McLeod's America. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> and it doubles your raisins. Anyway. Um, so, Philip, what are you up to these days? Let's see. February's local music scene guest uh, on the 27th will be Amanda Costner. She's a comedic songwriter and local comedian uh, mm-hmm. so that should be a very fun show you can also check out stuff on youtube.com slash philip simondet they've been putting up some new stuff lately absolutely and uh how can people get a hold of us they can send us an email to next at bat podcast at gmail.com like us on facebook.com slash next at bat and check us and other amazing podcasts out on noisepicnic.com Go to iTunes, subscribe to our podcast, rate and review it. Let us know what you think. Tune in next week when we're going to have Impropera on. And it's not improper. It's improvised opera. So check that out. Uh, And until then, as always, eat your raisins, folks.